Hi there, this is Jules, your Game Master here, with a little trigger warning for this episode. This episode features elements of body horror, more specifically it features things moving through and under people's skin. If that's too much for you, I completely understand. Either listen with caution, uh, the moments where this will show up are at least somewhat telegraphed, I hope, or skip to the next episode. We will give a short little recap at the beginning. If you're still here, or if you're cool with this, or if you like to be a little freaked out by stuff like that, like me personally, this is a really good episode, I think, and I hope you enjoy it. Alright, let's go! Welcome to Waypoint, a podcast for everyone who lives in an area where Halloween isn't really celebrated. I'm Jules, I'm the Game Master. I'm Sanya, I play Charlotte. I'm Viola, I play Moon. And I'm Mimi, and I still play Max. So, uh, I hope you all had a fun Halloween last time we uploaded an episode. We probably will. It's not Halloween here yet, when we're recording. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> By the time this comes out, my birthday will have come and gone. Mm. Yeah, so, so wish Mimi everything, all the best, uh, like, retroactively. Yeah, wish yes. Mimi a late birthday. Yes. That's, as long that, as they don't words. wish it before their birthday, you know. Not, not happy late birthday, just a late birthday, please. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mimi. I acknowledge that your birthday has happened. Goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> Mimi, good age. Perfect. Where uh, where did we leave off last time? Does anyone remember? I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I remember was... that we had a very nice chat. Yes, mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. a very yeah. open-minded and tolerant person. Everything was deeply casual and nice last episode. Yes. That's what yeah. I remember. Yeah, like people were kind to each other. It was incredible. And mm -hmm. respectful. Wolves were sleeping next to uh, sheep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And then for some probably very harmless reason, the room turned red and some sort of skin wall came up outside of the building, you know, normal things. As yeah. it does, yeah. So that's where you uh, find yourself. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have an intro text. Red light floods the lobby of the chapel, turning its pristine floors, walls and furniture into a crimson hellscape. Outside the window, the transparent red walls of a thick, venous cocoon grow from the ground catching the building in its grasp. A figure was visible behind the wall, only for a moment. A figure in a monk's robe, raising its hand as if casting a spell. You're in the elevator of the chapel, on the ground floor. Right in front of you is the information desk, with the person behind it kind of grasping it tightly and looking in, sh in terror out of the front door, or the front wall, which is all just glass. Uh, you have Ryan in there with you. <laughs> What do you do? First of all, I just want to say that 
when you described the crimson hellscape, I got goosebumps. Yeah. Ooh, nice. <laughs> I just nice. noticed, like, as soon as I started talking, my, my pulse picked up. <laughs> I just had to th think of menstruation. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Everything It's was based in a crimson yeah. hellscape. It's completely healthy for a building this age to start menstruating. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Uh, yeah, I think... Max is just gonna ignore everyone and walk up to um, the glass front and look outside and see what's going on and yeah, just whether there's any danger maybe. I thought you were gonna say like Max completely ignores everything that's going on and walks over to the informations desk. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> What kind of day yeah. you're having over there? <laughs> It's a day we're having. No, just yeah, okay. Like if uh, anyone else is reacting or speaking, Max is not gonna like. Yeah. react to that and just gotta look what's going okay. on okay i think that's max's plan i what's, think all of us rest? should uh, should step out of the elevator before something happens yep <laughs> not this again <laughs> not this again yeah you do that so ryan i assume this isn't like your normal kind of defense mechanism cocoon or anything from the panic uh, i'm feeling from every single one in this building right now yeah you're also feeling it from ryan <laughs> who is standing at the door of the elevator and peeking out and can't really understand how you, why you're getting out of it. Stay in here. This looks really dangerous. So this skin thingy, yes. does it grow out of the earth somehow? Like, does it rip open a street or something like that? Yes. Or? Okay. That is actually, yeah. It, it looks like it's tearing up the asphalt outside of the window. Okay. And that, now it's growing, like, over It's everything. growing... Yeah, like you would you would guess you can't see like everything from it, but you would guess that it like at least is growing to cover the entire front wall that you can see. Okay. It could just be like a singular wall or it could be growing out around the entire building. Uh how how close is it to the building? Like uh, directly on it or is there space between the building and It has a curvature to it. Okay. Uh you can probably see the far end of it which is like six feet away from the door not that far and it curves towards the edges of the building and becomes closer to the building there so it encloses the building we are in right now yes uh and it's already grown past like the front window you can see out of it's growing very fast okay i also step to the window and look up and want to see how how far it's grown already I think Moon also goes over and whips out um, one of their like detector measuring devices and tries to get uh, any kind of read on what this thing is. Okay, since Max said to assess the situation first, I'd say Mimi, roll me and assess the situation. Could we? Uh, let's see if we if we need it. But then we could argue that like we are helping. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to frighten you. Okay. But I would say this might count as the beginning of a fight situation. Yeah. At well, least a I don't conflict situation. need any help. I rolled a five and a six and I have a plus one on superior, which is, I think, what you need to assess the situation. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I have a 12. That's nice. I will still say we do the end of the battle team mechanics. Sure. Okay. So you start off with one team in your pool. Mm -hmm. You get, if the leader has influence over every teammate, add another team. For once, That yes. That is yes. Truth ag uh, true again, yeah. Yes. If everyone has the same purpose, add another team. What would you all describe your purpose as? Uh, find out what's going on. <laughs> I think for Max, it would probably make sure no one gets hurt. 
Yeah, I also would say like protect the people who are here. Okay, and so I would say I would say that's not exactly the same purpose. No. So let's skip this one. If any team member mistrusts the leader of the team, remove a team. No. And if the team is ill-prepared or off-balance, we're back, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's take one out. That leaves also, you at two team plus one from Max, right? Yeah, uh, yeah as captain, I um, also give an extra team to the pool. All right. So three team, and you rolled a big success, and you get to ask two out of assess the situation. And you get plus one while acting on these answers. Um, I think what here is the greatest danger might... Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, what here is in the greatest danger makes the most sense. And maybe, uh, yeah, it, it's your. Yeah, maybe I can hear the answer to that first before I. <laughs> okay, you think have about... what here is in the greatest danger. Yeah. So what's at the most risk? Most risk. Uh, yep. You look outside, you look up, and you see that these walls are growing pretty massively. And based on that trajectory, you're pretty sure that it's gonna like encompass the entire building. Like you see enough out here to see this seems to be growing around the entire building. So. I think the simplest answer is you don't exactly know what this thing is going to do, but whatever it does, it definitely like affects everyone in the building. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, in the greatest danger are the people inside the building, I guess, because as far as you can tell, no one's standing like close enough outside of it to be affected. So there isn't like any, it's, it's not reaching for like the top floor or anything. It's just encompassing the entire building. Yeah, it seems to be encompassing the entire building. So then maybe what here can I use to like pierce this wall of skin maybe or get through? Or what here is most vulnerable to me would I think be the same question, right? Yeah. You look at the wall and it seems to be like your first comparison you made was skin because it kind of looks like it. It also has these veins running through it. But as you look at it closer and see more like how the structure of it works, it reminds you more of like a layer of an onion or something like that. Like, it's pretty thick and doesn't seem to be as fleshy as skin is. So you would assume that, like, if it if it works the way it should work based on what it looks, like, it's transparent enough that sunlight comes through, even if it gets a red tint. Like, most sharp objects should get through that. As you look around in the lobby, you can spot that there's a few, like, chairs that have these, like, twisted metal base elements to them. If you could rip one of those in two, you could definitely, like, make a pointy metal stick. Do they have letter openers there? <laughs> Maybe something similar. You could ask at the information desk. Jules, I want to do something stupid. Uh, always, It's yes. It's always great. I think Moon, seeing or sensing what Max um, is thinking about, I would to go outside and touch it okay hell yeah i mean you did have like a small sort of premonition before yeah. it appeared i, I have a feeling there might be some kind of intelligence behind it and i want to touch it do you tell okay. us uh, about this plan of yours <laughs> um i don't have to you sense it <laughs> like you you can sense moon's thoughts anyway and, and like yeah but Is it like a thing of you make a point of basically telling us I'm going to do this? Or is this just a guess I'm going to do this and then you go? I think it's more <sighs> I guess I'm going to do this. <laughs> then I think... Now the question... Okay, yeah, do you first. Yeah, Max probably still only realizes when you're going outside or, or doing anything that you actually want to do this. Because uh, Max is very focused on other things right now. Okay, good to know. Okay, so here's the question. How do I count this? <laughs> Is this an assess the situation or directly engage a threat? 
Okay, I was hoping uh, unleash your powers in the way of extend your senses or something. Uh, yeah, it could also be unleash your powers, uh, but it, you are directly engaging a threat. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So, it is a threat mm, and I'm engaging in it. Let's do directly engage a threat because I looked through the options there and I think there could be fun options for pretty much all of them. Okay. Ooh, Mimi, I copied your role. It's a six and a five. Nice. Uh, so an 11 plus zero. In that case, you get to pick two. I would say, I mean, what I'm choosing would kind of depend on whether or not I get any kind of reaction from the wall when I touch it. It doesn't have to be something Moon would choose. It's something you as the player choose. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take create an, oppo an opportunity and impress, uh, surprise or frighten the opposition. Okay, so you you touch the wall. And uh, I'm assuming that by touching it, you try to sort of make a connection to whoever's controlling it or whatever's happening there with like your powers. Yeah, it seems to be organic in nature. So I think Moon is trying to get a feel for whichever sentient being is attached to this organic anything. Yeah, so you do that. You, you touch the wall and through touching it, you feel, uh, you feel a connection to something and you sort of chase down that connection mentally. I think the mental image that sort of projects itself to you is basically like a, a tunnel of sorts, like you're tunneling through the roots of a plant or something like that, trying to get deeper and deeper. And you, you chase through it and you realize that it's growing outside of a larger like limbic system. And as you explore that limbic system, you go further and you realize that that limbic system is also growing outside of an even larger limbic system. Like, whatever this thing is connected to, it's connected to something else, which is connected to something else. This is just the sapling of a giant organism. And the whole scale of it and the whole inhuman nature of it that you're confronted with does make you mark a condition. Afraid. <laughs> <laughs> that seems Very that sense. seems valid but also in in chasing it down you do notice like the closest connecting node basically uh which is the person the person outside the person you saw in the in the robe and you go into their mind and it seems like you look into it and it looks like everything in there is bathed in the same red light that you saw the lobby bathed in everything all of the memories seem to be filled with strange reddish spores that fly across and red vines growing all over all of the people all of the faces trapped inside these memories and you realize that whoever's out there noticed you and the opportunity for your allies that this creates is that the wall stops growing as if it itself has been frightened or paused in a way, and you get the feeling that you did have an effect on whoever is controlling it, which is the impress surprise of frighten. Okay. So this person in the robes is kind of corrupted by this thing now? That's kind of the vibe you get, okay. yes. That whatever this is, that like they're part of the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think Moon flinches back from the wall and sort of huddles in a bit and says, Guys, I don't know what it is that this is, but uh, the person, the person was, was it, it, it's, they, they're controlling this somehow. They're just the, the closest for, um, 
So priority is taking them out right now. Yeah. As you try to explain that, you notice something. This energy that isn't being directed anymore towards growing into height seems to be directed into growing into width now. As you notice uh. that the wall your hand is on seems to be getting thicker and thicker. Almost as if uh, the other side is trying to protect itself. I don't think we have much time. Okay, I'm going to use my powers to um, snap the, the chair legs apart. Like, magnetize opposite so it just breaks apart by itself. <laughs> That's amazing. I want to roll Unleash Your Powers for it because the imagery of how failing would look is very fun. <laughs> a chair explodes in your face. Well, yeah. I, I do have a minus one in Freak, so... Hmm. So I rolled a three and a five. That's an eight. Minus mm -hmm. the Freak is a seven. I get a plus one for being leader and I get a plus one because I'm acting on the answer from before. Yes. All right, that is a neutral success. So you get to mark a condition or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I think I'm going to mark a condition. All right, yeah, do that. Now, what would be fitting here? Afraid for the entire situation? <laughs> or afraid because it is the first time you've used your powers in a conflict situation after they went hay haywire? I think I'm going to put insecure. Mm. Yeah, because um, yeah, Max is still not that sure about you know using her powers also while you rip it apart it like you realize that it gets kind of hard to control how how strong the force is you ultimately manage it but it brings you back yeah so um i hand one of the pieces to charlotte and take the other one myself Thanks. okay you have armed yourself uh the the person behind the information desk is like hey what you doing there trying to save you now please let us work We have letter openers. You do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're behind here. We don't display them. Cool. Can you, can you give me one, please? They're somewhere in here. Come get them, I guess. Uh, he, he goes to the ground and tries to, like, uh, open a box uh, <laughs> that's down below there. I don't need them a lot. Guys, I think we just start with our pointy sticks. Oh, I think Charlotte <laughs> probably already started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as as you turn around again towards the wall, you realize that inside of it, there seem to be like smaller buds growing on the inside of the wall towards you. And they're not very big yet, but you can see them growing rapidly out of the wall. Oh, no. I do not like... They kind of look like little little garlics. Fleshy protuberances. Uh, Kill them. Okay. I'm, I'm going to try to uh, cut one out. Okay, uh, you have a pointy stick, which is not an ideal tool for this. Yeah. Uh, but I will say directly engage a threat. Okay, I would use my uh, move, fight the good fight. Fight the good fight? Are you going to fight the yeah. good fight against a, a wall of flesh? Yes. <laughs> It's for protecting yeah. people. Like, what else do you need? <laughs> I'm just, like, trying to get more information and see, like, what that thing is that's like mm -hmm. growing out like if it's just you know more like fleshy stuff yeah i feel like it would be pretty easy to cut something if you can just stab it really fast repeatedly yeah it is basically yeah. a, a hexa i have a 13 
What? We're rolling so well. I, I rolled a four and a six, and I have plus three, so. <laughs> I'm 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 happy for you and also disappointed. Oh, <laughs> don't don't worry. The bad stuff's gonna come. Jules, we yeah, rolled so sure. well, but but uh, but Mimi and I already have a condition oh. marked. So. <laughs> okay, so I would take something from them, namely the thing that I cut out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then create an opportunity for my allies. Maybe that's like a wound that you know the other people can. Yeah. Okay. You you do that. You create an opportunity in the way that your uh, violent act against the wall caused it enough harm that it has to heal itself first before it can keep growing out mm -hmm. these little buds. You're taking one of them, which is coming down to you. You did not resist, uh, resist or avoid their blows, which is in this situation also kind of a positive because you were probably curious what these buds do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you get to see it now. It falls down and you you get to catch it. Uh -huh. And as it falls into your hands, it opens up and a few uh. red spores fly uh. out of it towards you. Uh-huh. Okay. And yeah, let's say let's say it's market condition and then based on the the condition you choose, I tell you what exactly they do. Okay. Afraid. I'm afraid. That makes sense. <laughs> you feel the spores coming uh, towards you and they sort of touch your skin and they enter through your skin? No. Oh my god. Oh no. And you feel you feel your emotions flare up with fear, understandably. Uh, they don't seem to be doing anything in particular yet. They might be increasing your emotions, but it might also just be that you're incredibly afraid right now. I mean, it makes sense when... Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. oh no. Charlotte, are you right? Is it burning? Does it burn? <laughs> you, you shockingly don't feel it. I, I don't know. I, I it's just like is it inside me? This is not good. This is not good. Max, how are you doing? Do we have any sort of pathway out? Yeah, I think Max is just trying to stab through the wall and puncture it somehow. <laughs> yeah, um, good old-fashioned muscle grease. While this is happening, I, I keep rubbing at the spots that where, where the spores have entered. Like I'm trying to get it out. This is like, it's it's a little after Halloween, but this can be a, a yes. little bit of uh, ho horrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you you feel you feel them under the skin. You feel little bumps there. Oh my god. Uh, Max, uh, directly engage the wall. Hell yeah. Is this what Pink Floyd was, uh, was all about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a six and a four minus my danger plus my leadership. So yeah, it's a ten. I can, I yeah, can hear Jules' disappointment. Yes. Like, no, I want this no. stuff to happen. Go for it. Go for it. Stuff is already happening because you all decide to not avoid blows. Oh, I yeah. think now I'm going to avoid uh, some blows, especially mm -hmm. the spores, considering they mm -hmm. went inside of Charlotte. Yes. And I mean, I feel like create an opportunity for your allies uh, in some way by stabbing a hole through there would probably make sense. Yes, that's definitely valid. Yes, you you go for the wall, you stab into it, and you rip it right open, and you tear out pretty good chunk of it. And it's almost like it's almost like it's flinching from the attack, like it seems to be moving away from the object that you rammed into it. And you do have like a two by two foot hole. That's like big enough that someone could crawl through it, but not big enough to walk through it. 
that you have opened in the wall. So you have created an opportunity in that way. And you've managed to hit a spot where none of these little buds were growing. So you don't get retaliation from the wall for your action. And you see outside and you see outside this figure in the in the monk's robe still standing there with the sun against their back so you can't make them out all that well but as you like rip and tear your way through the wall the figure seems to freeze up and starts running away charlotte quick (laughs) I'll, i'll start running after that person so you allow yourselves to be pressed through the wall sphincter yeah. And <laughs> Let, we are being uh, born from this building. <laughs> yes. And you like slide out and yeah, the the figure is there and appears to be running. You yeah, I'd say that's another directly engage a threat. Uh what what exactly is your plan there? Um I'm just going to uh catch up to that person and like, you know, just jump on him that he, you know, is on the ground and I can yes. see his face and, uh, you know, keep him down there. That's fair. The moon is like right behind you. <laughs> Roll me a plus plus danger or a plus savior if you're fighting the good fight. I feel like I'm fighting the good fight, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're not trying to squish the head. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems pretty good. <laughs> not running through them, just tackle yeah. them. I rolled a three and a four. So it's seven. Minus two is five. I have savior plus, plus one, so it's eight. That's solid mid. You get to pick one. Um, create an opportunity for my allies. You know, especially for Moon, who um, can maybe figure out something more. Uh, so you tackle you tackle the mystery person down. Yes. And you manage to turn them around so you can see their face. Mm-hmm. And to your shock and horror, it's, it's a face you've never seen before. It's just oh, some damn guy. it. It's it's some guy you haven't seen before. But to your actual shock and horror, uh, you can see that some of the same buds you've seen growing out of the wall seem to be growing out of his skin. Oh, no. Mm. And putting one and two together, that gives you a condition. This is what's going to happen to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hopeless, I would say. Yeah, that's valid. That's mm-hmm. fair. Uh, so, yeah, you, you do pin him down, but your grip isn't very strong. As you're filled with a feeling of hopelessness, thankfully, he doesn't seem to be fighting back very strongly. Okay. And the the walls keep doing their thing and seem to be trying to slowly close up. But you can manage to all make your way out before before that happens. I want to try something. Oh, no. Okay. I'm going to... Just kill him. No, unleash all of the electricity <laughs> into the wall to see what's going to happen there. When because you're outside, know... right? Right? Yeah. W- while I'm outside, I-, I did go outside and see that like the guy wasn't in immediate danger of getting away. But yeah, I'm, I'm just going to push a lot of electricity in there to see if the guy reacts or, you know, the wall reacts because we know they're all connected. That's interesting. Or if I, right, yeah. I react, you know, maybe. Mm hmm. In that case, I'd say I'd say this is another directly engaged threat because an unleash your powers. The effects of that don't like how would unstable or temporary make a lot of sense here. Fair enough. So let's see then. I mean, it doesn't make a difference to me. Danger and freak are both minus one. <laughs> Perfect. So that is you a get to mark potential three and a one. 
Hell yeah. So that is not a success. (laughs) That is a failure. Hell yeah. We love it. We love to see it. You notice that, like, as you're preparing to send that vault of electricity in, you do notice that on the outside, the same buds have been growing that have been growing on the inside. And you put your hands, like, you try to not touch them as you put your hands against the wall and you send out electricity. And it seems that the veins inside the wall kind of channel the electricity in specific directions. And they seem to be especially connected to the buds, which basically explode in your face. And I'm going to need you to take a powerful blow. All right. (laughs) You only have one condition so far, right? That's true. And I have a two and a two plus my one condition. Uh So that's a five. So... That's a success. On a miss, you stand strong, mark potential as normal, and say how you weather the blow. These spores, I can't avoid them when they're exploding in my face, so would something like mental fortitude work here, or I don't know? We could say that maybe <laughs> since you're still like shooting electricity out of your hands, that you're, like, your body is electrically charged, and they like get burned to a crisp before they touch you, or something like that? That's kind of what I would have also pointed yeah, at. Like yeah, maybe okay. you like twist your hands and send another heavier jolt of electricity that kind of fries them. That as you sounds like. good. That means I also got a level up because I do get a potential for that. Hell yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you, uh, you're, you don't, you're kind of too busy with all of that to really study the effects of your electricity uh, on, on the body of the person on the ground which Charlotte is still on top of. You do, uh, you notice that as you're looking down at him now, his eyes seem to be like somewhat empty. Vibe check. Yeah, vibe check. So surface thoughts, you get nothing. Oh no. Head empty. Head no empty, thoughts, no thoughts. Head empty, yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't feel like, you would realize if there was just nothing to communicate with, like if he was actually dead. That doesn't seem to be the case. There just doesn't seem to be like active thought going on in that head. Okay, so this idea that we had that he's just like a node of this big organism that he's just like a router or something. He's just like Mm. a conduit instead of like the mastermind behind it all. That seems to be the the closest closest assumption. I I would like to go deeper. I think Moon like sensing that this, oh, this is, this is not normal. This is, there's something going on with this guy. And especially since... Um, Moon kind of puts together from from Charlotte's fear and his like uh, spore buds, spore plague that uh, this might be something that will happen to Charlotte so Moon will try to get more information. Pierce the mask? Yeah, you know what, yeah, pierce the mask is not a bad idea. Ooh, that's an eight. Pierce the mask. Yeah, it's, it's a nine. I'd say if you want you could use a team on this. If could we argue that like that Charlotte pinning him down would help me like yeah. to get to get to get um Yeah, I'd say I'd say so, yeah. Okay. So I'll take a team, so that's a ten. Mm-hmm. In that case you get to ask three. I mean, what are you really planning? Seems like a very good question to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm never quite sure what the big difference between what are you really planning and what do you intend to do is. Hmm. One is more the big master plan. What is one is more like the current objective. Yeah, that's how I see it, at least. You know what? I think the three questions I'm going to ask are: What are you really planning? What do you intend to do? And how can I gain influence over you? 
okay, you you dive into this strange supernatural plant system that doesn't seem to be connected by physical roots, but instead by like these otherworldly connections that let them control, that let this guy control this plant that he wasn't directly physically connected to. And as you're going into it, you realize like you kind of walk back the last steps of the command structure to what brought him here. Why was he at this building? And you get the feeling that he didn't just attack this building at random. Like, he had gotten orders from a higher node, basically, that told him, go to this building and encase it in one of these pods. That's the, what do you intend to do? What are you really planning? Okay, so you follow from this, like, pretty close node. You try to get deeper into further nodes that lie beneath and you get to higher structures. You realize it doesn't go that far. Like, it's a large organism, but the end you were connected to only goes, like, two to three steps back. And uh, you realize that the drive of this organism at its core seems to be to spread into further and further nodes, grow into more life forms, essentially. So that's the what are you really planning, basically, to spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last thing is you manage to follow it back to the bottom. And you feel, you feel an intelligence there. You feel something there that goes beyond a certain, a specific drive or that goes beyond following orders. You realize that all the orders come from the core node, the central node. And... If you wanted to gain influence over the plant, you would have to control the seed, basically. So the seed is being controlled or the seed itself is a a, a sentient being? That difference is hard to tell for you. Okay. Uh, but you realize that there is an actual intelligence at the core of the seed that goes beyond a, a base drive. Okay. So what I'm thinking is that this is sort of a supernatural fungus or something like that. just a being that just like wants to grow like like a plant and for some reason it thinks that the witchfinders legion are a danger and that's why it sent this guy um, infected him and sent him to encase them because whatever it is it is trying to do the fact that it's trying to spread the witchfinders legion is a problem and now i know that that being, no matter if it's like if the seed itself is sentient or if someone is controlling it, that's something or someone we can reason with. Mm. I'm going to say since you used like a few moves now to explore the situation and interrogate your prisoner, basically, <laughs> uh, instead of using them to deal with whatever specifically is affecting Charlotte right now, uh, I say that moves further. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And I would say Charlotte gets to take a powerful blow. Okay. So so like do I get the do I feel Charlotte in the in the like command hierarchy or not? You don't feel a node above this guy yet. Okay. So whatever it, it doesn't seem to be online yet if there is something. Okay. Yes. Oh Jesus. What uh, did you roll? I love I love this by the way. I like I love body horror, so <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. 
Oh, I've rolled a six uh, and a five. Oh, come on. Oh, no. <laughs> Ooh. Ah, okay, so on a 10 plus, choose one. You must remove yourself from the situation, flee, pass out, etc. You lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. Uh, or two options from the seven to nine list. I would say I would lose control of my powers in a terrible way. Okay. Oh, oh, what no. does it look like when Charlotte loses power, uh, control of her powers? I was just thinking I just like, run if around. You, <laughs> if you give ground, then it's like, oh no. It, 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 it <laughs> gets I just farther. run around in circles. <laughs> the last yeah, okay, time this so happened, it was great. I'm going to say, you, you notice that the seeds appear to be moving under you under your skin and you feel that something is growing there you you feel like in the same way that they entered your skin without puncturing it something is growing out of your skin now without puncturing it and it appears to be the same kind of skin that was trying to encase the building uh that appears to be growing over yours Okay. And uh, that is uh, understandably terrifying. Yeah. And I I have an idea for what happens here. You know, through the whole black hole situation recently, that one of original Starbolt's powers was to vibrate so fast that he could pass through stuff. Mm-hmm. So what if, yeah, like in this situation, you're so terrified that you kind of try to access this power that you don't have control over? Yes. Uh, really. And try to like vibrate them out of you in a way. But you're completely like you don't know how this power fully works and you've never managed to like really get it to work. We can have like a small look back at a time where Starbolt was trying to teach it to you and basically uh, was running through a wall and then like looking through it really quickly at you and being like, it's real easy. Just, <laughs> lo- just be chill. Don't let it affect you too much. You just got to kind of let go in a way and comes back out and points at the wall you just run against the wall and it doesn't seem to work until he ultimately says you know what maybe it just doesn't really manifest in you yeah okay and you do manage to grasp onto something inside of you that this stress situation brings out and uh, you do manage to bring your body to this strange vibration but you can't really fully let go and you everyone around you realizes that like something seems to be wrong the ground under your feet starts tearing out in waves under you oh okay Uh, almost like you're sending out shocks of energy into the ground because you're making it vibrate with you so it's it's losing your powers in a terrible way in the sense that that affects the guy you're sitting on (laughs) Yeah. You just you just turn him into into jelly. Kinda. That's the threat that's happening here, and you can try to stop it. Uh, other people. Um, how about I just zap Charlotte? Yes. Just a tiny zippy zap. Yes. Just a bit. Please, please directly engage Charlotte. <laughs> that's a six and a four. Hell yeah. Okay, uh, pick two. I would suggest resistor avoiding getting getting vibrated into mush. <laughs> take something um, from I'm, them, consciousness. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say take something from them in that whatever I'm doing, maybe it's like make Charlotte stumble away or something, that I'm gonna take the guy from her, so mm, like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's out that of works. danger. And I'm gonna say create an opportunity for Charlotte to get herself under control again. 
Yeah, that works. That works. Okay. Both of these together, I think, yeah, I have I have an idea of what's happening. First of all, you do realize that, like, the vibrations Charles is sending out are not just in the floor uh, and not just in the ground, but she seems to be shaking the very air around her. And you can feel it as you, like, ionize it and send electricity through it, that it comes off in weird patterns. And for a second, you get, like, flashbacks to what happened at the end of the last arc and you get to mark a condition. I think I'm gonna go with guilty. I think I'm yeah, gonna that go works. with guilty because I'm already insecure. So <laughs> yeah, and Charlotte gets zapped. Mm-hmm. I'd say Charlotte. Do I make you take another powerful blow? Because it really feels like one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you do take a powerful blow. I'd say. Okay. It's another six. And a f- what is going on? And a five. We're just, we're just <laughs> rolling 11s left and right today. Yeah. <laughs> for good and for hey, ill. Yeah. I failed twice, okay? Uh, you can pick two options from the below list too. I, I see options there that yeah. could make sense. Uh, I would definitely say uh, this time I would lash out at someone. Yes, makes sense. Because uh, whoever, whoever could you lash out <laughs> It might be Max. Maybe, hmm. yeah. I know it's a weird choice, but it might be Max. It might, yes. And, okay, I would say I would struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. Because that makes most, most sense for me right now. You get flung through the air like you were hit by a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. That's a big baseball bat. In Super Smash Bros. Oh. <laughs> you, you fly back and, like, slide over the asphalt, but it does seem to bring you back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. And uh, it also seems to fry the seeds. They stop growing and moving. They're still there. But it seems Max killed them. And you lash out. You you don't uh, go unconscious, which no one would blame you for in this situation, I think. (laughs) But you struggle past the pain. I struggle past the pain and I... Yeah, I mean, if if you're about to lash out verbally, angry makes sense. Yeah, I would say angry and insecure because you're mm. trying to do something new with your powers and it doesn't really work or guilty because you almost hurt an innocent person almost killed someone yeah 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 <laughs> nah innocent well, a person uh, yeah not innocent <laughs> like if we're thinking like that um since this entire thing started um child has, has tried to fight the good fight and now if max hadn't stepped in she would have killed someone yeah yeah yes i would say yeah let's do guilty and angry fair enough all right Max, what the fuck? Did you, like, you could have killed me. Your your powers are not that stable to, you know, you could have killed me, like, stopped my heart or something. That's perfect. Your powers are not that stable is a great dig. Yes. <laughs> Such drama. I love it. <laughs> Eating popcorn. Yeah, I think Max is just going to become angry back. Mm. Oh, yes. Because it's like... Oh, speaking of almost killing someone, how about you stay away from people when you cannot control your powers? If I mark another condition. <laughs> <laughs> if you mark another condition, you're, I think, still functional only after that condition. Oh, right, right, yeah. Completely go out. At least that's how it works with villains. Yeah. But I think at this point, it's not condition marking. It's just being okay. angry at each other. Okay, we're just screaming at each other. Yeah, uh, um, my answer, by the way, is, uh, well, I'm sorry, you don't have stuff like growing in your skin. And I think it's maybe at this point that you realize that it stopped growing. Okay. 
I touch it a little bit. And I think at that point, you Moon shouts at you both and gives you like the metal equivalent like of, of a slap on the on the back of the head. Stop it right now! This is not the time for it. <laughs> and as you do that, you realize that Ryan is also still here and has actually knelt down right next to the almost pulverized robe wearer and uh, appears to be checking in on him. Is he still alive? <laughs> Did we get him? Uh, he he seems to still be breathing. Ryan, you have to be careful. These, if, if one of those weird spore buds bursts open, you'll get affected by by the organism. I'm thankfully pretty resistant to magic, uh, and this is definitely magic. Can you try to get the this guy? He he he's being controlled by like th this entire thing. And Moon points at the three quarters encased um, tower actually as you as you look at it again you realize that the bud that was growing around it like the the pod that was growing around it seems to be wilting rapidly now oh it's just it's just like a, a very small part of a very big organism and he's being controlled by it if you can get rid of them maybe he he'll get control back I have a little bit of an intuitive sense for magic, but it's not very strong. I. It looks like something's growing pretty deep in him. I feel like if I would just like non-surgically remove that with like a burst of anti-magic, I might just kill him. Can you see if it's, if if it's like physically like affecting his brain, or if it's like magically affecting him? I'm neither a botanist nor like. A very good magician. He looks back at the building as he says that, just to check that no one's hearing him call himself a magician. I think Will could help. He knows a lot more about this sort of stuff. Okay, then, um, I, I, this guy, did I, do I, he, he's not reacting to anything right now, right? No, actually at this point, he's, you're very sure he's unconscious. Maybe it gave him a little concussion from his brain shaking against his skull. <laughs> okay, Oopsie. so um, let's tie him up and get him to, to Will. And Charlotte, is this thing still growing? Are you all right? No, I think it, I think it stopped. I'm still touching it all the time. Stop fiddling with it. You can move it under your skin. You feel Ew. that you can move it. I stopped touching it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've mentioned it, but I've been imagining it growing on my face um i just imagined on your arm <laughs> we do have artwork of your costume uh, check it on twitter at waypoint pod uh <laughs> so the the bare skin areas of the costume yeah. are the face and the upper arms yeah that's so i'd assume it's at that at those spots if you if you tell about the situation brian will say i could try getting rid of that at least uh It's yeah. It's not like connected to your brain or whatever. So yeah, that's could, that's a magic I might be able please, to get rid of. It's, um, it it it's terrible. Stop I'm touching just... it, Charlotte. <laughs> I know. It's just oh, just put I your hands in your pockets. Get rid of it, please. I'd say Moon, you're allowed to roll a comfort or support <laughs> for Charlotte uh, after the words you you spoke. <laughs> very comfortable. Before outside of stop touching it. <laughs> Uh, you said some calming stuff yeah. before that. Okay. And yes, Ryan will try to help you. That's a... I'm rolling so well. I need just one more potential. I rolled a 10 <laughs> uh, plus one is an 11. 
Okay, so uh, they hear you, they mark potential, clear a condition or shift labels if they like let you, if they open up to you. And you can also add a team to the pool or clear one of your conditions because you rolled a 10 plus. Um, I think I'll clear a condition because I think like I only have yeah. the afraid condition marked and I think right now Moon feels a lot more in control than just a few seconds ago. They have a lead. Whatever happened to Charlotte yeah. is, um, is contained for the moment. Yeah, so I imagine like Charlotte sort of sits down like at a doctor's appointment and Ryan uh, sort of gets at her and tries to like uh, specifically uh, interact with these strange spores that are in there. Yeah, yeah. I think Moon is just like sitting next to you and like getting a hold of your hands and just trying to distract you um, while Ryan is doing it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm tapping my foot a lot. Like you know, I'm, I'm just super nervous right now and like shaking. At super speed, you're leaving an impression of your soul on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Charlotte, it's all right. Look, he's a, he's a curse breaker. They have stopped growing. We have a good idea. Uh, well, we have the start of a good idea. What's going on? We have a lead. It's all going to be, to be yeah, alright. Yeah, it's okay? just oh god, I just need to get it out, please. It's. What did you? What was that you just did there? That shaking thing. I don't think Starbolt ever did that. He he could do it. Um, yeah. Just better. <laughs> <laughs> he just Thanks. shook himself. I just shook everything else. <laughs> Uh, he could like vibrate and you know through that go t go through walls and and stuff like that. But I could never manage to do it. He thought that it probably didn't manifest in me. Well, I guess this is a positive thing. Yeah. Uh, there seems to be something in there, even if you're not at the point where you can well, use it yet. Well, yeah, I guess I have to um, practice that more or something. So can you can you do something about this? It's like, it doesn't hurt or anything. It's just Call so weird. It. And it's all right. It's all right. He takes his hands off of you and says, already done. That's why I was talking to you. <sighs> so you wouldn't think about it too much. Uh, and you notice that it seems to be gone. You yeah, didn't even touched, feel anything. I touch everything where, you know, where the spores were. Like, oh my God, thank you so much. These things were pure magic. <sighs> there was nothing like f standard physical to them. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Thank you for being here. Thank you for helping me. And thank you, Moon. It's, it's all right. Max, how about you? I'm Did you get any of them on you? No, I fried them before they could reach me. Oh, and we should really job. get going before the witch finders think they can take him in. Oh, oh no. This would not end Yeah, well. you notice that the walls ca continue coming down. You're currently still obscured from inside, uh, but not for much longer. How far is it from here to the library? It's in the same part of town, uh, but Ryan is gonna, if you bring up that idea, Ryan's gonna say, we can't just bring this guy to the library. I could call Will. We could select a, a spot where all of us can meet. Do you know, like... Uh, I don't know, abandoned or empty place somewhere around here. <laughs> we are from Riverside. There's a lot to choose from. Uh, would you be comfortable meeting at our base? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's a lot better than here. I don't think we could convince. <laughs> I don't think we could convince Will to come to the chapel yeah. to meet with <laughs> us. No. Uh, also, sorry. Uh, I get to clear condition as well, right? Because uh, yes, yes, you do. Okay, I would clear the afraid condition. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So Ryan calls Will. While he's doing that. Okay, guys, how are we going to get an unconscious, fully grown man to our base? Charlotte, can you carry him? <laughs> like, just zip him over? 
No, sorry, I can't do that. We... Well, there must be some sort of construction in the city somewhere, right? Maybe we can steal a wheelbarrow or something. Uh, Ryan, with the phone in hand, turns to you and says, I have a car. Oh, that's <laughs> better. That sounds, that sounds good. Yeah. We'll just... It's, <laughs> Sorry. It, like, it's not a fancy car, but I have one. <laughs> like a wheelbarrow with an unconscious guy and we're just going on the bus. Well, <laughs> I really like the idea that you, like... Super fast. Go to that before yeah, thinking. Could thought, we get a taxi? Like Charlotte <laughs> would have would have speed wheelbarrowed him home. <laughs> okay, that's if, true. If if violently shaking him on the ground hadn't killed him that way. <laughs> okay, so, so I have a question. At what age can you get um, a driver's license in Waypoint, and is that an exception for superheroes, like young superheroes? Let me look up Delaware law. <laughs> 16. In in Delaware from 16. So I guess, like, Max could get one. <laughs> yeah, Max could have a car. Uh, it, it, like, I'm, I'm assuming that, like, superhero vehicles essentially fall under the same restrictions. But as soon as they, like, leave the category of car, uh, you might have, like, a harder time. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you could argue if if Knight Rider, like Knight Rider, is basically riding a bike. It's a souped-up bike, but in function, it's essentially a bike. Transistor has a jet bike. At that point, like, what is that? A plane? A pilot's what license. What category does this fall under? <laughs> if it if it flies, you need a pilot's license. Yeah. It is an identified flying object, an EFO. <laughs> yeah, iPhone. exactly. An i an iPhone, exactly. It's an iPhone. <laughs> So I think uh, Moon just grabs the guy, like binds him up with the telepathic bands and just they try to find a, at least out of sight of the chapel building, um, like a little yeah. side LA where they can wait for Ryan with the car. I'm assuming that the entrance, there's like an outside entrance to the parking garage under the building. Mm. And that that's where you could just go with Ryan. Yeah, don't mind us. We're just um, four young people with an unconscious guy. <laughs> the You would probably get picked up by a camera, but it's kind of impossible to not kind of pick up something with a camera if Ryan has to get his car. I mean, he could get his car and pick us up like outside of the yeah. camera at least. You can also do it like this. Yeah. You can do it like this, yeah. You can go in this, uh, to the next side alley and Ryan picks you up with the car. I think Moon sort of fills the others in on what they found when they went down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Something is at the center of all this. And I mean, it just wants to spread. It's just a plant or or like like any sort of organism. So whatever it's it did to the to the tower, I'm I, I just want to keep an open mind. OK, I, we're not sure what we're dealing with. We, we're not sure what it is. So. It might not be actively hostile. But there must be something controlling it because it was such a calculated attack. Like, it was very focused on that one building. Yeah, but your immune system is also very focused on some on one thing that is hurting you. Hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, so far, we don't have any reason to believe this is like a magnomaniacal supervillain that wants to take over the entire world with, with, with weird flesh walls. This might just be... Well, if it's evil or demonic, then I feel like we will soon know. Yeah. That's true. I'm just saying, please please keep an open mind to, to organisms we don't understand. It might just be like me. Like, 
Would you take over another person just to stay alive? If they were trying to hurt me, I would do whatever it takes, I think. I'm I'm just saying, I've I know you guys haven't had a lot of contact with extraterrestrials, but you can't assume that every organism thinks like you do. They might not even be aware that they're hurting anyone. If it is hurting us, then we have the same right to defend ourselves, Moon. I'm I'm not saying don't defend yourself, I'm just saying don't go on a full-on attack until we know more. Yeah, but a virus also doesn't intend to hurt anyone, but it does, so... I'm just saying please don't kill something so big and so beautiful and so sentient. It's it's not a virus. You can't beautiful? reason with a virus. It, you, you can uh, reason to it. Moon, I don't know. Like, this thing infected me or something. There was stuff growing under my skin. It's not its fault that that's weird to you. Parasites <sighs> cannot live without a host. That doesn't mean we have to provide it. Yeah, but we don't know if it's a parasite. And as you're having this discussion, Ryan's car pulls up at the onset of the alleyway. What kind of car does he drive? Like, does he, did he get like a, a a used car that he can afford, or did he get like a company car from <laughs> from the Witchfinders Legion? No, I think it's I think it's like a used car he uh, he can afford. It's like a '76. Uh, That's an old th- car. <laughs> That's a really old. Okay, car. I'll 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 change it. That is confusing. <laughs> this is like a '95 Dream Ricky or something. I don't mm, know what the mm. car companies are called. <laughs> they are called Dream um, Ricky here in Waypoint Universe. I mean, the this one is. I'm sure Dreamland has a car company. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a trabi. Um, They're still in use. Yeah, basically, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like a tra- yes. Can, I love can that. this can this parking lot be locked up? The parking lot. Y- yeah. Yeah, but there's like a grate that goes down, right? Yeah. I assume with electricity. I mean, we're already out. Uh, you were like waiting in a side alley. Oh yeah, I'm gonna try to break it so no one else gets out. <laughs> <laughs> Only on foot. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I I'd, I'd say that's that's an unleash your powers. Yep. <laughs> You're not overcoming an obstacle. You are creating one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, reshape, reshape your, your environment. environment yeah. That is a seven. <laughs> that is a seven okay on a seven to nine mark a condition come on you don't have enough yet uh, or the gm will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary yeah i think probably temporary yeah no you you do manage to like basically disengage it but uh, you didn't completely destroy the machinery yeah they're just gonna basically have to reconnect some stuff and you basically blew the fuse well <laughs> good enough <laughs> it's enough that you it didn't show up on camera <laughs> okay, so uh, you absolutely not suspiciously heave the body into the car, <laughs> probably into the trunk, because uh, otherwise there's not a lot of space in it. This is a yeah. four-person car. Shotgun. Does Does Moon know what shotgun is? Uh, it's the alien version of shotgun. I think okay. that maybe you've tried to... We have established that we have been watching movies, so... That's mm. true. So you're also super excited to, to uh, like actually use that phrase. Yeah. I feel like Max has always had a driver so far, so has never sat in the front ever. <laughs> <laughs> had a driver or recently uh, used public transport. Yeah, exactly. Like, no in-between. Uh, Charlotte reluctantly sits in the back because she doesn't want to uh, take the front seat from, from Moon because they are so excited. But Charlotte <laughs> hates driving in the back because she always gets a headache. 
Guys, this is the first time Moon has ever been in a car. That's true. Moon is like, is this one of those that can't go lower than 50 miles per hour and explode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we watched Speed. Okay, that's good. <laughs> It's a good movie, so and we should have watched it, yes. We ha you haven't gotten to the Fast and the Furious yet. This is the main experience uh, Moon has with cars. I think Moon is constantly like doing the entire ride, just telling you guys how inefficient the gasoline engine is. Max is pretty much sitting there in icy silence, not even looking at Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining like Charlotte and Max and between them, squished between them, an unconscious bad guy. <laughs> Moon is at the front of the car being like, yeah, cool, cars. And on the back bench, there's like Charlotte and Max not, not looking at each other. Uh, Charlotte is also busy with, you know being a little bit nauseous and having a headache because mm. since uh, her power has manifested she hasn't really used the car or anything and mm. um, she doesn't does, feel very comfortable does Charlotte in cars gets sick. yes oh. Charlotte gets sick. oh no because mm. like that's emotion she can't control that makes sense I, I think Moon is like that. is like just basically babbling at Ryan to try to not notice the very <laughs> sizzling tensions between Max and Charlotte. I think Ryan's a pretty good people person, so I don't think that he... I, I think he notices. Yeah. You definitely make your way uh, with the car to Riverside. It, it takes a lot less long than it did with the bus. <laughs> and The luxury uh, of a car. Yeah, uh, but also this is a city that was definitely not made for car traffic, so as soon as you get there, Ryan, like unloads all of you and says okay i'm gonna have to find a parking spot i mean i would i would say you can park into in our warehouse but we only have roof access and your car can't fly i could park in your driveway but i'm pretty sure that like even if you say it's okay i'm not allowed to park here yeah uh see you in a few minutes i guess yeah don't forget to unload the victim and i think between the three of us we are lugging him inside and like Are we just gonna like, like put him on a chair or do no, we have I think a on mat? a desk probably, like on a table somewhere or something. Yeah. Uh, there's a few passers-by who are watching. <laughs> Superhero <laughs> business. <laughs> Move along. You're weakened at, at burning him, uh, keeping him yeah. on the shoulder. Oh, Pretty poor much. drunk buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, is Enoch there? Ah, uh, no, actually not. You call out for him and Enoch doesn't appear to be home. He didn't tell you that he was gonna head out today. Hey, Ship, is Enoch here? Uh, he left a few hours ago, uh, right after you went out. Oh, did um, he say anything? Uh, he said he had business to attend to when I asked him uh, what he was doing. Oh, okay. I get some ropes to... Duct tape. <laughs> tie him down. <laughs> yeah, or zip yeah. ties or whatever. Moon has duct tape. A hundred percent Moon has duct tape. Duct tape is like, this is one of the best things that has ever been invented. Why don't we have duct tape? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also I don't help tying him down. I disappear into the bathroom and look at my skin. Yeah, your skin looks like slightly irritated, I'd say. Okay. But not like... Uh, you you definitely, like, whatever was there isn't there anymore. It just seems to have put some stress on your skin. Oh, Charlotte will go, absolutely going to have nightmares about this, isn't she? <laughs> like, yeah. who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, why, how not? So while Max and Moon are alone, does Moon want to talk, maybe? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, Because so Max is not going to initiate anything. Yeah. I think now that 
Charlotte and, and Ryan are sort of out of the way and the our prisoner question mark uh, hostage <laughs> question mark <laughs> is secured witness 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 yes mm. yes um, or so, as, uh, as in Buffy a guestage a guestage <laughs> <laughs> so um Max, I couldn't help but notice a bit of tension between you and Charlotte. I I thought we were through this. Like you, she's okay with you being the leader now. Um, I think it's more about the fact that I kind of saved her from becoming a killer, and she shouts at me for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see now. Literally, <laughs> you know, it was a stressful situation. You can also um like see in Max's thoughts that it's also about the comment that Charlotte made about the instability of Max's powers. Max, you know, what happened at the docks with Black Hole, that's, that was just an accident. Like, we all know that your powers are incredible and what you did today with, with them was also incredible. Like, you blew up all those butts. You, you saved this guy from dying. Like, Unstable or not, your powers literally saved a person today. Yeah, well, apparently that's not good enough for some people. Uh, can I come back into the situation? Sure, sure. Yeah. Max, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I was just really scared and upset. And I just, I lashed out. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. It was just, I know it's not an excuse, but things was growing under my skin and I was electrocuted and I lost control of my powers and uh, I took it out on you and that was not okay. I'm sorry. Uh, Max, before you respond, I would like to leave it up to you who gets to roll for comfort or support. I think Moon probably can reach Max more mm, okay. than Charlotte right now. Okay. Uh, that's a seven uh, plus one that's an eight so yeah just like charlotte said it was a stressful situation and i know you're dealing with a lot of like struggles with with your powers and stuff but you did what you wanted to do like it could have gone horribly wrong wrong but you just zapped charlotte a bit that's <laughs> just a bit Come like on. she could take it <laughs> And Moon shoots you, shoots you a quick thought of, play along, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fine now. And you actually did, you know, stop those things from, from growing. So thank you. And again, I'm sorry. It's, uh, it was just like, uh, I was not prepared to deal with something like that. I mean. But you were, Max, you kept you cool, just like a good leader would. You know, I actually trained how much electricity I can use on a person safely. I trained that. And this is mildly disturbing, but please go on. <laughs> Honestly, I was really good at it. I, I thought I had perfect control. I thought everything was fine and nothing could, you know, make me actually lose control because I was really good at it. And honestly, I maybe it worked today, but I could still feel it, how volatile my powers are. What changed? Maybe I just didn't know how dangerous they are. Maybe I just didn't know how much I could actually do. Isn't it a good thing to find out that you've only scratched the surface of what you're capable of? That sounds like something to 
be happy about. I mean, it is, as, as Moon said, you can do some very impressive things. And again, I'm thankful for, you know, stopping the, the growing stuff. Uh, I know it's, it's, it's scary. I mean, I just had like the same situation that I lost control of my powers and didn't really know what I was doing. But I'm sure you can handle it. I'm sure you can grow from this. And if you can't, we are still here. If you get out of control, like on the docks, we are still here to help you with it. Just like you did Charlotte today. You know, you don't have to be, you don't have to be perfect. We all have our stuff that doesn't quite work out the way we thought it would. And I think between the three of us, we can handle anything. Even you, Edmund, not just, not just um, Max. You know what? Should I lose control again and need your assistance? I'm going to try my best not to get angry at you. <laughs> that sounds like a deal. Uh, that's a good start. And as you come to that sort of conclusion, uh, first of all, Max gets to have the effects of comfort or support. So either mark potential clear condition or shift labels. I'm going to clear a condition, I think. That makes sense. We have insecure marked. I do, and that's definitely what I'm going to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and also, as that happens, the the door which you left kind of ajar so Ryan can get back in once he's parked the car is swung open and Ryan comes in, but he's not alone. With him is a man around his and Max's age. Is he with, a man then? Uh, he's still a teen. He's a boy, ah, come on. really. He is still he is still a boy wizard. He wears <laughs> he wears uh, he has a pretty wild black hair, significantly longer than it was the last time you saw him, and he wears a long black trench coat uh, with a, a gray dress shirt under it and black leather pants. Did you just make him John Constantine but in black? Uh, no, no, no. He's. Uh, I mean, okay. If you w w mean the movie Constantine, he did wear a black cloak yeah, in that okay. when he was played by Keanu Reeves. But uh, no. You can he, safely he... assume we never mean the movie Constantine. <laughs> True. He comes in and like kind of scratches his head as he looks around and says, "All right, where's the demon?" And I think that's where we end this episode. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm a really big fan of body horror, and that was really, really cool. <laughs> we had a fight. We did good. Yeah, you had yeah. a fight. And Moon, you finally got to level up. No. Oh, huh. Yeah, I yeah, true. still didn't. didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Me neither. I was, I was, you know, I'm always writing down stuff like that. And I was like, potential four. And I'm like, I'm sure I'm going to get to five in this episode. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, just stop rolling good. I, I was yeah. the only one who had more potential to go. And I'm the only one who leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an idea what you want to take? Uh, I don't know yet. I was, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about another star move, but... I'm not mm. sure yet. You can think about it until next time, for yeah. sure. Or until the end of the arc, whichever works for you. Yeah, I think it's going to be the end of the arc, and then I'm going to see like where the story goes for Max. All right, yeah. that works. I I think I've had a, at least a five on at least one die for every roll that I rolled this time. Like, <laughs> please, please, just give me anything. I mean, you do you do cast your own dice. Did you maybe accidentally make one that's just five? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually okay. be a lot of work. 
I'm I'm just glad that I finally that we finally got around to comforting and supporting each other and it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've actually successfully comforted and supported someone. Um specifically <laughs> Charlotte. And you did it twice. You did it. Yeah, yeah, you did it twice. But one was a mixed one. I think this is actually this was the first one I actually got a above a ten on a, a full success on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because nice. I keep thinking I, I'm comforting everyone and no one comforts me. My conditions never go away. <laughs> but this time they did. You have a move that lets you comfort yourself, basically. Yeah, which is kind of <laughs> sad and also kind of <laughs> kind of innuendo-y. Kind of funny, uh, and also kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had. Yeah. Mm. Um, we we will uh, continue this story now that this mystery person who could be anyone has showed up to help you along. Okay, I don't want to spoil anything, but it might be Will. And yeah, I know, I know. I'm making myself do that accent more. I'm as shocked as you are. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll hear about that next time. If you want to talk to us about your theories of what this strange plant monstrosity is and if it's actually evil or whatever else you can let us know at waypoint pod on twitter tumblr tiktok and instagram or you can send us an email waypointheroes at gmail.com bam i banged them all out yeah well done (laughs) super fluent super easy i'm on my uh, on my a level today uh we have a theme song that was produced by m persky on bandcamp uh, any anyone got something to plug this time? Me, Mimi, I think you have something to plug. You have a little project you talked uh, you you finished. Yeah, that's true. I, I by this time it should be probably on our Twitter the link at least. I made a little solo RPG set in the Waypoint universe where you can try Ooh. to become a member of the SOS. So nice. if I read through it and it's very fun. Yes. Yeah, if anyone's interested, it's there for free. You can just download the PDF and start playing. And if you want to do it on Twitter or something, just tag us. Yes, I would be please, very interested in do. seeing that. Yes, please. That seems very fun. Yeah, absolutely do. Uh, I have something uh, that's not like a big or mysterious or weird take or whatever. I'm, I'm to my own shock, obsessively watching the new Disney Plus Star Wars show, Andor. which is about a character I don't care about from a movie I didn't like all that much. And it's shockingly like the best thing. It's so good. I'm I'm gonna watch it because I actually really liked uh, Cassian Andor and I really liked Rogue One. So yeah, I wasn't that into Rogue One. And I heard in advance that like Rogue One was pretty much like cut apart right before it was like about to be released because the producers were really unhappy with a lot of it and uh, tried to fix a lot of stuff. And I think that Andor might be like a vision of what Rogue One could have been if the producers didn't get involved because it really feels like the show that was like about some sort of side character that no one cares about. So the producers left it kind of alone. Okay. (laughs) And as a result, it's pretty fucking ballsy. That's Uh, cool. this showed us some really this like in the same way that the rise of Skywalker was so bad that it made the Star Wars universe worse by association. (laughs) I feel like Andor is something that elevates other Star Wars things by increasing like the political complexity of the Star Wars universe by a lot and making it so much more interesting. That's nice. It has this 
it has this really cool like without spoiling stuff one of the core elements is it's kind of about how the rebellion came about in the first place in the way that we know it from the original trilogy and a core element is that it's a bunch of splinter groups that want completely different political systems that, after the empire is defeated that have to work together for a common goal and hate each other and can't agree on anything that sounds like leftists yeah, yeah that's how, that's like the most accurate portrayal of a leftist revolution i have ever seen <laughs> and it's so fascinating like they do this really really well and it's a story where like nobody matters as well like the 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 villains are at most miserable middle managers it's really a low to the ground story that doesn't try oh, to I get like into that. jedi or sith at all about like characters you can actually relate to and that are really well written i fucking love the show it's shockingly good awesome i think i'm gonna start watching it now (laughs) (laughs) i mean i was gonna watch it anyway by this point i think there should be nine or ten episodes out when this episode comes out currently it's eight and it's 12 episodes total i think Uh, which is also a plus because it's not one of these ridiculously short mini shows yeah i actually just want to give a shout out to myself yes i'm gonna do that because i just finished my 13 week stay at a mental hospital (laughs) If, oh. if I can say it like that. Um, I think mental health clinic would be more accurate. That's true. I was in a mental health clinic. I got help for depression and anxiety and panic disorder. And um, it was very, very difficult. And it was a lot of work. But I feel so much better now. And I'm very thankful for all the people there who helped me. But yeah, I did a lot of work to get better. And so I want to give a shout out to myself. You're very <laughs> proud of you. That's uh, that's awesome. Like, that's you. not an easy thing to do. Like I, I also speak from experience when I say that mental health is a very complex issue, and I agree. Shout out to Sunny <laughs> for all the hard <laughs> work you did. Yeah, shout out to Sunny. Uh, thanks. <laughs> also, we're super happy to have you back. Yeah, yeah yes. I'm also very happy to be back. <laughs> and everyone, take care of yourselves. Like people keep <laughs> telling me, I'm so different now. Like, even my doctor today was like, oh, you seem so much better. <laughs> like, I just said hello to awesome. him. <laughs> <laughs> you usually don't say hello. You come in and say fuck you. It's very different. No, I would never say that to him. He's a great person. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this is a really nice thing to end the episode out on. We'll hear from all of you again in two weeks. Yes, you can hear you through the speaker. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we we hope you'll be back after this episode. It was a lot of fun to record and I hope it's a lot of fun to listen to. And uh, until then, uh, bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.